Dopey Radio. Joey Salvia here for episode 66. For this one, we go back to acquire to get parts in New York City with the talented funny lady, Judy Gold. I love the fact that we're doing back-to-back podcasts with female guests. And our very own Robert Littlefeet Mathers is standing in for Mike Sappho. Decked out in his Oshkosh Bagash vest. And he has a great story involving his culinary skills. <laughs> but first, let's take a call at 888-505-OPIE. Hey, Joey, Opie, Carl, it's Jolton Joe here. I got to tell you, Gerhard's... Gebhardt's. Number two, part two, was brilliant. And one of the main reasons was, hey, thanks to bourbon and beer, Opie finally let it all hang out, man. It was really interesting to hear all of that, to hear the whole dynamic of uh, O&A. And why it probably will never, ever happen. You never say never. I get it. But I got to tell you, it was really cool to hear it from Opie's mouth. And I think he expressed a lot of things that uh, many of us fans, who have been fans for a long time, felt had happened. So anyway, guys, thumbs up. Five stars. Thank you so much for doing what you do. And uh, happy holidays. Thanks, Jolton Joe. We appreciate you. And happy holidays, sir, to you and your family. Now let's catch up with Greg, who's on his way to get parts. And he has something on his mind. What's going on, everybody? Getting ready for another podcast. I'm going to uh, get parts. Yes, get parts. The official bar of the OP Radio podcast. If you stop in, say hi to Matt and say you're there because of the podcast. But I'm meeting uh, one of my friends. She's hilarious. Yes, she's hilarious. Yes, I believe women are funny. Oh my God. I'm going to be talking to Judy Gold in a minute or two. Looking forward to this. I've been trying to do this for, uh, I don't know, months. We're finally doing it today. It's also weird that I'm going back to get parts because, as you know, if you're uh, a faithful listener of this fine podcast, the last time I was there for episode 64, near the end, um, Sherrod surprised me with all that O&A stuff, and it got intense. It got a bit heated. Heated. It got a bit uh, heated. It's actually really cold in New York, so. Bear with me. Heatered? Oh, Joey. I don't know why I'm blaming Joey for my frozen mouth. Joey, you are fired. But it was also really raw and real. Um, I was thinking about actually editing it out of the podcast because I truly am trying to move on with my life and my career. But decide, you know what? That's one thing about this podcast that people seem to really dig the realness of it. And, you know, whether it's a sit-down interview with a friend or us just getting sloppy drunk at a bar, I think uh, people are really appreciating the variety of the podcast. I'll be honest, man. It's a word that's overused, but, man, when Sherrod brought that up at the end of the podcast, I was triggered. I got a lot of emotions when it comes to the Opie and Anthony years. And I don't blame Sherrod for uh, bringing it up. I don't blame him at all. I just wish 
that it wasn't four or five hours in at a bar where we're all hanging out drinking and having a really good time but can't control that right um yeah i just wish i had a little more time to think about before i reacted and talked about it like i said i don't regret it because it was all real real shit that i've thought about for a long long time and i also realized after the fact because i was so frustrated i get frustrated and people go when are you and anthony getting back together and it finally hit me that people just simply don't know the whole story and all they care about is getting that one thing back that meant so much to them and I'm flattered that uh, so many people really, really liked the Opie and Anthony show and that it was a big part of their lives when they're commuting in and out from their work site or, or what have you. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, families that break up. And the kids, they know all the problems that, that were in the household, but all they care about is having mommy and daddy back together. So I get it on that level. And I also realize, like, it, it's kind of like one of your favorite bands. I remember growing up, Led Zeppelin broke up after John Bonham died. And I was so freaking bombed. And I didn't care what issues the rest of the band had, creatively, personally. All I wanted was my Led Zeppelin back together. I didn't give a fuck if they didn't get along or if Robert Plant wanted to do something different. Um, I just wanted my band that I loved to continue doing that thing and continue creating and making great music. So I get it. I'll tell you this. Uh, I've, I've read up on Robert Plant a lot because he is one of my favorites of all time. And I would bet a lot of money that guy is just as happy not being in Led Zeppelin as being in Led Zeppelin. I think a lot of the um, solo stuff he's done over the years, he absolutely loved doing. Uh, because you can't measure that shit. You can't measure like success with how many records you sell or how many people come see you. Um, you got to be happy in, inside. And I bet you Robert Plant is extremely happy doing his own thing and doesn't have to worry about the whole Led Zeppelin thing. So I guess I came to the realization that I just understand people's frustration that Opie and Anthony's gone and it doesn't look like it's coming back anytime soon. I finally understood that. But man, a lot has happened. A real lot has happened. And in the end, you know, me and Anthony are very, very, very different people. Always have been. We found some common ground for a while there and it really, really worked. But uh, we have just grown way, way apart, unfortunately. It's sad. It's absolutely sad. It was some magical times. I mean, I believe that we were better than Howard Stern. I also believe we never reached our potential for whatever reasons. I mean, that's, that's for a discussion another day. But uh, anyway, so I don't blame Sherrod. I knew I had to pop on and just give you... A few more minutes on that damn thing. I will say this. Anthony keeps harping on the fact that I didn't try to save his job when he got fired. He's obviously speculating, which he has every right to do. But the fact is, I absolutely tried to save his job. 
And, you know, knowing what I knew at the time and knowing we had absolutely no relationship and all the crap that went on, which I will spare you at this time going into that because I'm going to talk to Judy Gold in a minute or two. Um, I probably shouldn't have said anything, but I just knew the value of Opie and Anthony, and I knew even though me and Anthony weren't getting along and it was getting harder and harder to actually do radio shows together, I knew the brand was strong. I knew the brand could go on in another way. So for that reason alone, just from a money uh, situation, it was smart to continue. But uh, so be it. So be it. He could speculate all he wants, but I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, all the people out there that I helped and saved their jobs, they know. They know what kind of person I am and what kind of character I am. And uh, I live with that. So a lot of people ask, do you hate Anthony? I don't hate Anthony. I hate his behavior. I absolutely hate some of the things he does. But I don't hate the person. I really don't. So, with that said, I'm uh, heading into Get Parts. And I'm going to talk to the very funny Judy Gold. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. It's time for the OP Radio Podcast! I'm getting my coat. God damn it. <laughs> and that's how we start. I'm at Get Parts with my friend Judy Gold that she, she starts the podcast with. It's freezing. I'm getting my coat. <laughs> Fuck shit. Well, we love this uh, this place. It's a it's a beer joint on the Upper West Side. You live kind of near here. I live, uh, this yeah, is our I live neighborhood, right Judy. Right. I love this area. Yeah. You know that, you know the... Um, the sushi across the street is fucking amazing. It's one of the best ones. Isn't it on amazing? The Upper West Side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like one of the best ones in the city. What's the name of it? I, I don't even know for the people out there. Um, I think it's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck is it? Just make an airplane noise yeah. and uh, yeah. you might, and someone will point you yeah, in the right, right. direction. <laughs> Where's so me? <laughs> racist. That's, All right. Is that racist? Yeah, no, you can't. You know what? You I'm don't know so, what to do anymore. Here's the thing. It's so bad because. Like I'm not politically correct, as yeah. many of them. Thank but it's God, like I'm also of the generation, like of gay people, where we would call each other's fags and dykes, and yeah. you know, yeah. you fucking faggot, you fuck, you know. And now it's so awful; you can't say a fucking thing. But being gay, are you allowed to say faggot still? No, I and, could say and, I could say it to. And am I allowed to ask that question that way? Right. You or should I have said the f word? Right. Uh, you know no, what? I'm being honest. But you're just being yeah. You can't say it. It's it's everything's so loaded now. I mean, I could say it to one of my friends, right. like my gay friends, like, right. "Oh my god, you're such a faggot." But right. you can't say it. Well, that is insane you, to me. You know, I can't say the n word, which I never did anyway. Right. Um, but can we? But, can we all just say those words if there's no uh, hate behind no, it? I, no, because it's no. Why though? I don't know. It's just because when I was growing up I mean if you're using say you're say you're taking that word and talking about the word yeah people are so stupid now they won't 
they won't wait for the intense. Like, what is this person saying? Right. It's just about the trigger. Right. That's all it's about now. Everything is about triggering. Like the fucking <laughs> phone. Like, bing, 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 bing. Like, everything's like, oh, what's going on? It's, and it's like horrible. It's, and people are so fucking stupid. It's getting exhausting. I don't even know the rules anymore. Because, I know. Because we're about the same age without giving that giving away yeah, your 40. age. Yeah. All right, I'm 42. Right. And, uh, you know, when, when I was I growing up, we did call each other the F word. Right. But we didn't know anything about but the, I was the, in the, the gay thing. Right. I was in the marching band, and we just called each other band fags. Right. You know? Queer meant, like, you're a nerd. Right. Or, like, you know, if you did something like, oh, I love you so much, and blah, 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 and you'd be like, oh, my God, you're so queer. You know? I, I got to stop you. What? So we would call each other the F word. Right. Like, don't be a, uh, right? right? But we never said queer, because somewhere in our brains, we did understand that the that queer was... Was was bad. Oh, really? And calling each other the F word wasn't at the time. Right, right. The little we knew about so the whole queer gay thing. to me just meant like ner- really nerdy, like odd or gay. Like gay was like not. It wasn't about your sexuality. It was, you know, that's so right. Not hip and cool. Yeah. You know. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. And it, now it's, but you know, I have to say, if I hear a, a, and even my kids, sports, you know, like Ben on the, you know, Ben plays basketball. You know, Henry always, when he was playing baseball and they would be like, you're a faggot, he would get so fucking mad. Like it really triggered him. And I was like, you know, this is not a good word but you know i will say it to my gay guy friends yeah but it's yeah it's bad well i mean uh considering we're the, around the same age we've seen a lot as far as uh gay and lesbian goes we, oh we, my god we, we come from a time where no one talked about it oh my everyone god. everyone I, hid i was in the cl- being in the closet is the worst i can't tell you how awful it is yeah like you're walking around just lying just lying or not or avoiding you know, who you are and just knowing that if this person knew this about me, they probably would just, you know, right. Just not talk to me or, or just think of me as, you know, now, an abomination. But now you're, you're, uh, you're very out and out and out. <laughs> Besides being uh, very funny, you're very, you're very smart. You're very intelligent. Oh, thank you. So when you were in the closet, what happened to you? What do you mean? This like is you're this, so nice. I love this. I love this real opening. This is right. this has always been me. I, I know. I've been I know. Trapped. But off. I've been trapped. No, but I knew that. I knew that. But yeah, then I've you'd been get trapped. in the studio and I'd have to listen to like you know Mark Norman telling me I'm an asshole and I'm like you're 12. Okay. <laughs> I I was trapped in that shock jock world for right, a long I time. Know. It gave me a great living, but I I, I, I know, wanted but to it's move not on you. way before you I need did. Evolving, Thank you. evolving. You got to keep evolving. So. When you were uh, in the closet and uh, you're, you're very smart and all that, did you honestly feel that there was something wrong with you or were you just out of your mind like eventually society will figure this crap out and I, I'll be free? That's a good question. Thank I, you. Here's how I, I can really paint a picture. So Edie Windsor, I don't know, she was the woman who she, – she just passed away. But she was the woman who sued – the government, you know, she went to the Supreme Court because she was with her partner for 40 years. The partner uh, had MS and became um, a paraplegic. Yeah. They ended up having to fly to Canada 
and got married at the airport. They've been together, you know, 40 fucking years. And uh, with th- like three aides, you know, helping her and then going back, you know, just to get married. So anyway, she dies, the, um, the partner. Um, and she and Edie Windsor, Thea was the, um, was the partner. She was a very well-known uh, psychiatrist and psychologist in, in the city. And so I think psychologist. Anyway, so she gets, uh, she dies and she gets a $357,000 federal inheritance tax bill. Wow. And they're together 40 years. Edie worked, was one of the, f- yeah. f- was a mathematician, mm-hmm. worked on the first computer on, you know, like this. Right. And why is it that she has to pay taxes? She's been with someone for 40 fucking years and like, you know, Britney Spears could get married for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if that guy died within the 15 minutes, she wouldn't have to pay taxes. Of course. So she go, they go before the Supreme Court. They win. They, they overturn Defense of Marriage Act. And I got to know Edie. And when you talk to her, she said, and I, this is what was, they met in like the late 60s. Wow. And, and Thea uh, proposed to her. And I thought... Never in my life, when I was, you know, a young child, did I think that I would be able to marry a person of the same sex. Like, the fact that they believed that this was a possibility in 1967, right? that blew me away. And, that, and that's where it began? That's where More their relationship... You know, but, what happened was... But I mean the whole concept of actually being able to get to married. To get married, be, it's because of the AIDS crisis, really. Because what happened prior was, uh, you know, there was a very... You know, there were gay men, there were lesbians, you know. And then these gay men kept dying. And the lesbians, came, no one wanted to be near them except for, you know... I, I can say fag hags. But, you know, straight women and, and lesbians were, were coming to their... And, you know, here you are. These people are... They have no protections yeah. under the law and and they're dying and they're realizing like reagan and bush who just you know passed away and everyone's like you know they wouldn't even they wouldn't know funding you know it was horrible i mean i remember the aids cry i can't it's like so even difficult to even talk about because i had so many friends like i'm in my 20 early 20s going oh my friends are gonna die like it was wow you know you're just thinking oh yeah. he's sick he's gonna die and people couldn't be in the closet i mean it forced people out of closet because you would see these gay men walking down the street with sores on their face you know yeah you know wasting away right and i think that the fact that we had no rights it it brought that to the forefront and it really galvanized us as a community. And I, I mean, it was a horrible tragedy, but look how far we came. So something great, the, so, yeah. I was gonna say something great came out since of it. the early eight, yeah. yeah. Well, the other part of that also is that you couldn't uh, visit your loved one because you weren't married to Right, them, so, right? And, and yeah, so there were, um, people couldn't go into your the partner, hospital room, say. yeah. Yeah. There recently, this is in the, within the past 10 years, these two women from New Jersey with kids went to Disney World in Florida. The one, the mother had a stroke, one of the moms. They rush her to the hospital. She's in the ICU. And at this point, Florida didn't recognize same-sex marriage. And they wouldn't let the kids or the partner in. This woman died alone in a fucking... Jesus. I mean... That's insane. Because the nurse is like, sorry, you know, right. fuck you yeah. who the fuck are you and yeah. and all these guys were dying you know like during the AIDS crisis and you know their partners some of them weren't even invited to the funeral like right. the family was like no get away it's yeah. it 
That, yeah. th- that's not knowing your kid. Or maybe, oh, I know. Or, or accepting or, your kid. It's not a fucking kid. choice. Right. Like people with the, oh, it's a choice. It's not a choice. Anyone who says it's a choice made that choice. Right. You know what I mean? Because I, I'm telling you, no one is going to be like, how can I make my life harder? Yeah. You know? I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. So you must hate Mike Pence. I fucking hate that <laughs> motherfucker. He is so gay, number one. But the fact, I mean, that kind of thinking, yes. it makes me, it, you know, there's no way, because you know. Right. And what he as a gay, I knew when I was like three, I was like, something's weird. Yeah. Something weird is going on. And then I became an adolescent. I was like, oh, I just want to be with all the girls. I wanted to, you know, I like would have crushes on girls. I wanted to mow the lawn. I didn't want to play with dolls. <laughs> I wanted to shovel the snow. I was like, oh, how did it? You know. But can't you do some of the, uh, quote, girly things and still be a lesbian? I can't. Yeah, you can. Oh, there of are course you can. Yeah, there are course. Fem- I mean, I still wear makeup. But I wanted not- to mow the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but Judy did- I wanted to do what my brother did. But I but still, did- I do. I put on makeup. I love getting, you know. You I'm, did I'm try girly. the dick, though. I tried it once. But that's Robert, another thing. Robert, you tried the dick. No, that's another thing of my generation of gays. Because if you talk to gay kids now, yeah. they're like, no. Yeah. Oh, please. I know I'm gay. Right. But it was like you wanted so hard not – you had to prove to yourself. Oh, wow. You, you know? never told me that part yeah, of it. Yeah, it was, it was more like, oh, well, maybe if I try it and I like it, I don't have to have this horrible life. Right. You, know? you don't have to deal with all the right, horse right. shit from society. Right. And right. My, I had this boyfriend. He lived in my, in yeah. my dorm. Yeah. And he had his own room because he was like a preceptor, an RA. And uh, he had a really big penis. It was <laughs> ten something. It was horrible. And I, it was Most so God. uncomfortable. Like I hated every man. I hated, you know. Like it just was. It would be like you making out with a guy. Yeah. You know, it was just wrong. What, what you, and he used to be like, "Why don't you ever come to my room?" And I'm like, "Cause I'm gay." <laughs> but, I say that. but maybe you just needed a smaller one. You ever think of that? Maybe the big You're giant. Such an asshole. <laughs> such an asshole. <clears throat> Yeah. No, I don't want that thing. And I love men. Like, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not one of these, you know, separatist. I love guys. I love my sons. I loved my father. I have so many straight guy friends, you know. But I just don't want their thing near me. But I'm confused by that. I mean, if you're a lesbian, there's a lot of lesbians that don't like men. There are very, there's a lot of gay men who hate women, which is so annoying and shocking because so so many of them emulate women on, on, you know. But, yeah, there's a lot of, like... Angry people yeah. who just hate a you know right okay you know I you'd, you'd be proud of me I got to be careful with this so like I said I'm gonna preface this by saying you know growing up come from a time no one talked about right, it right, no one right. no one was out and all that right and then you fast forward a whole bunch of years and yesterday I was doing some Christmas shopping and I was in a um a candy store yeah. And there was a uh, there was a transgender in there. Right. And you'd be proud of me. I handled it. I handled well, I it well. You. I handled it well. Because <laughs> I think you got to do these things. Wait, in, in was it person too. working there? Huh? Was yeah. It, oh, okay. Waiting on me and everything. It was a, it was a black. Right. I want to say gentleman. What? Do you, I don't even know what to say. I know. I have a whole bit can about say, that in my. Ass. Oh, you do? Yeah. Can we say like, a, a black gentleman? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. I mean. Here's your food, Judy Gold. Courtesy oh, of Get Parts on the Upper awesome. West Side. Wait, I want to make sure I have. You got everything there, right? You got the grilled chicken. You got. Are the... these the pickles? No, those. Those like. They a... said they had fried pickles. Fucking shit. <laughs> what Can I have some pepper? I love you, I'm a Jew. Listen, <laughs> the um, 
you know, I, when you really understand, like, these people. It's still confusing to me. I, can I, know, I, can I say I'm that, saying, honestly? You know, I know, I know a bu bunch of transgender people. Like, they really are in the wrong body. Like, and a lot of them, this, and I'm not, this is not an excuse, and I'm not, put, but there are a certain percentage of them that really do have genitalia inside. Right, you know, I've heard that. Or that doctors made this decision when they were born, but they're so tortured. Like, as much as I was in the closet, like, imagine, you know, have, I mean, and I can't stand Caitlyn Jenner, so fuck him, her, uh, her uh, sorry. Why, because of her politics? She's just, it's like. I can't say she. Uh, it's Bruce, I mean. This is what I'm trying to tell right, you. Right, I know, but you I, have to I, say, but, but it's like. I don't have to say anything, but I, I, I will. Having a fry. But I will say this. Mm. There's mm. no. I told you the waffle fries here at Get Parts on the Upper fucking, West Side are fucking good. Fucking awesome. Go <laughs> I told you you'd so have a good time. So glad I just worked out with my children. <laughs> I know. Fries. Um, no, I could say whatever I want. The, the, I don't have any hate. I, I, I don't I, have hate in my heart, but I'm very, very confused. And sometimes I want to say. All right, because world, let's slow down why? a little bit and, and give uh, people a chance to catch up a little bit. That's right. all I'm saying. I, I understand, but for these people, it's like they're trapped. Like, and you're, you are, you're a hetero, like, normative, whatever, you know, cis, whatever, gen, I can't with all this, the shit. I don't know cis. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm cis just. Cis means that you. I'm just a guy that loves my wife and kids. Right. So you, is that cis good is enough? that you're female and you look female and you. I look female. No, I'm no, saying cis. Explain what cis means. Oh. Or you're male and you look. Okay. You know. Okay. But so again, back to the candy store. So it was a black gentleman. I'm just saying that for the sake of the story. Uh, nails completely done. Uh, wig, full makeup. Okay. Girls clothes, and I'm just so like. So that's a female. She thinks she, she is. Yeah. A okay. Female. That's fine. She that's feels, fine. Yeah. But like I said, uh, my point here is like. Coming from our generation, if you're an older guy, you got to right. give us a little time to really try to figure all this I out and catch up. But I don't, I don't believe you should have hate in your heart over right. it. Like, I, I, or I, that they should not be able to rent an apartment. I, yeah, right. I'm just saying I'm, con I'm still a bit confused so, and trying to understand a lot right. of this and stuff. And in your situation, if you, you, we, because we're all of a certain age, go, it takes us a little, you know, a few more minutes to figure it out. That doesn't mean jump on Twitter and Instagram and, and hate us for for just, I got to acclimate to the situation here because it's so new. Ten years from now. Right. There, is, there, is, there is part of that. If, you're, and if, if you don't have full understanding, um, there are people out there that will but attack But also, yes. as uncomfortable yes. you are, as you are, they're like... I wasn't uncomfortable. It's more no, confusion. I'm saying, like, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was a little like... Trying, that's how confused they are. I was sitting there like, how do you do that? That's what I was thinking. I was like, how do you do that? You know everyone's staring at you because, you know, we're not uh, at that his, place. To her, or she was dressed as a woman. To that right? person. Six, to that person. Six, four, easily. She, she is... Be, you know, living her true self, right, right. you know? I even handled it when she said delicious. Huh? Oh, my God. Isn't that great? <laughs> Judy. So annoying. I love pissing her off. I love, like, pissing her off. And then delicious. <laughs> no, because I was asking her about a certain candy that I know my kids would like. And, all right, and she goes, she it's, say it? it's delicious. <laughs> and I'm like, and then inside I went like this a little bit. My head yeah. turned to the side. I'm like. But that was the only thing. No, I get it. And then it. I was like, thank you so much. You were very helpful. And I didn't try too hard. I was trying to be cool and, and you know, and just, like, uh, go about my day. Right. But you were freaking out a little bit. Oh, well, the delicious. But besides yeah. that, everything, well, no, but everything see, else Well, see, that also goes against 25 years of instinct for your day job. Right. Right. You know. 
my day job. Well, you know, when being on the air and so like, and no, the kind of what, show you used to have to do, that would have I started got, a bit. I got to tell you, all those years I was like uh, in that shock jock um, arena, we were always pro-gay. Yeah, I think I just. I'm I mean, gonna, we, we, we would use some language that mind, maybe maybe Judy wouldn't appreciate now, but uh, through all that, you understood that uh, there was no hate in our hearts. Right, we were not, trying to entertain and stuff, but you know, like the time we made a gay guy yeah, like go down on a on a on a girl to get. Uh, right. I, I, I forgot. I think it was in sync tickets, and he was screaming bloody murder. Like, what is that thing? You know, things like that. But that was just fun for the radio. <laughs> No, I, I, you can tell when it's hatred and when it's, you know, look, I, you should live your life and have the same rights as I do. Yeah. yeah. But, we, but we still have a, a long way to go. Oh, you're not kidding. We still With have a long way like to go. With Mike Pence and his eraser head? Well, he believes, what, uh, that therapy where you could, uh, X-game make someone. therapy. I mean, how. Make someone straight? Like, the, if he believes it so deeply, then he's been through it. Oh really? Oh, I, oh yeah, I, yeah. And what do they do? There's no way. Have you done research on that? Like, no, what but I want to see that that movie, Boy Erased. Did what? you see it? it I haven't it, seen it yet. No. Is it a documentary? No, it's a you know. It's I, a movie I never heard of it. I had one. You know, I teach. Yeah. I teach solo performance and teach people how to write one-person shows. And one of my um, students, trans, and really? much happier now. Man, I gotta be careful about this, but. Mm. Do you hear that? No, I. Uh, that, those are the waffle fries. Right? I know. I see that. You know what? I think mm. I could. I think I could only talk to you about this. I don't. I don't got anyone in here that um, will. You know, fucking. Uh, you know, fuck around with this. But mm-hmm. in my kids' school. Oh yeah. Right. And I. I. I walk. I walk my kids to school every day, and there's there's a kid dressing like a girl at. Let's just say a very young age. Let's right. keep, it, keep it at that. Very young. Okay. Extremely young. And my thought, my thought is everyone ha- is accepting because uh-huh. it is New York City. You, right. you try that stuff in oh, some other, other places, it's not going to be as accepted. No one even thinks twice about it, actually. Right. They really don't. And then you, you'll look people in the eye and you'll know if they're like, you know, freaking out a little bit. No one cares in the least. And I right. sit there as a parent going, how the hell would you know that's what the kid wants at that age? Well, the kid... Asked for. I mean, I used to go home and put on my father's tie and stuff. And like, at what age though? Like young. Like five, six. Oh, I, well, I, had, I got, I made my, I made them call me Robert and Ringo. <laughs> really? Okay, I get so much shit on the internet from this because I fucking hate you for bringing this up. But yeah, I always wanted to be a boy and get my hair cut and short and everything. But I happen to not be transgender. I happen to just be a les. Yeah. And it, that's how I, de- I identified with boys, I guess. Now, we, we certainly uh, will move on in a couple minutes. But I just want to ask you, were your parents cool about it? Or did they have to kind of... About get, my gayness? Yeah, or did they have to get to that place? Well, my father died when I was in my 20s. So he had asked me and I didn't answer. So he, he didn't really know. Yeah, they were fine. Well, my you, mother was always like... Judith, why do you have to talk about it all the time? <laughs> why can't you be? Ellen DeGeneres doesn't bring it up. I'm like, oh my God, shut up. Yeah. To, to this day, does she say that? No, because she's dead. I'm sorry. So she doesn't how, say that. How anymore. long has she been around? Uh, gone. Three and a half years. Okay, but right up to the end was she? Oh yeah. Really? Because that—that's. I mean, I used to say to her, Ma, you know. You know, this friend, his her son's gay. Yeah. Well, if she doesn't bring it up, I'm not going to bring it up. Right. <laughs> and she was in a nursing home. There was another woman in the nursing home whose daughter was gay. 
Well, she hasn't tried. You know, Judith, I'm not bringing up the topic. I'm very dizzy now. Like, she would not <laughs> talk about it. She couldn't deal, sort of. Yeah, it's just that generation. No, I understand. But then I have, you know, she loved my kids. She yeah. loved Elisa. Do you, you, know, my... do you give uh, older people a pass in general? Now, we don't have to talk about gay and lesbian, just in general. Like, I'll explain. So, uh, at the end of my dad's life, he was at the VFW hall all uh -huh. the time. And the language they used there, mm -hmm. holy mackerel. Mm -hmm. But I, all, I, I knew there was nothing behind it. But they just come from a time where uh, they would throw a lot of these words around that we, have, right. we talked about earlier that uh, seem to not be acceptable uh, anymore. I, do you, so do you give older people a pass because they just come from another time that they just didn't understand this stuff yet? It's really hurtful. I mean, I get it. I get that that's there. But I come from a family that would be, you know, smart enough to know that this is not the right thing. You know, right. the fact that they still say it knowing. Yeah. It's, you know. I, I'll tell you a quick story. So my, my grandma is one of them. If she was alive today, she'd be 108 uh, for, wow. ref, for a reference point. Okay. And uh, my parents rented a lot of rooms. We had a big house out there on Long Island. And as we all left, they, you know, needed money. So they had tenants. And they took in a black girl. Mm -hmm. Do you say black or brown these days? African-American. African-American. African-American girl, Judy Gold. And so uh, she was living in the house. And my grandma was living in the house a lot. She would go from, uh, you know, from one son to the other, whatever. But she, she spent a lot of time at our house. My parents come home from day shopping or whatever. And my grandma walks into the kitchen and goes to my, uh, my mom, uh, Dottie, my mom's name. Dottie, the colored girl was oh, looking God. for you. But to my but mom, to her, yeah. no, to my mom's credit, she uh -huh. goes, her name is, and all these years later, I don't know her name anymore. Right. She was, she was, she was only in our house about six months or so, but my right. mom got visibly really pissed right away. I love that. And I, but I saw this whole thing as a little kid. And I also realized that my grandma didn't mean anything by it, but right. she, she, like I said, she'd be 108. She was born in 1910. She almost didn't know any better. Right. So, Yeah. You know, that's why I ask about the older people and giving them a pass because their experience was very different. Right, but now it's like most of them have gay relatives or, you know, the well, it's different now. Well, what, what, I mean, what is it, 10% of the population? I, I've heard less yeah, now. Yeah, they say 10. Now I'm hearing about 8%. They're, oh, they're knocking up. that number down a little bit. You just don't want bit. your kids to be <laughs> What would you do if one of your kids was gay? Totally would be fine. I didn't even have to hesitate. I'm good. Really? I am good, yes. Mm -hmm. And also, but I think, thank God, I live in New York City, too. Oh, you're not kidding. You know, that makes it easy, too, because there's a lot more things you got to deal with when you're outside these big cities, right? Oh, forget it. Yeah. So, no, I'd be good. Why won't you uh, let me go to your apartment, by the way? I want to get this. Oh, because my... Um, I can't, I've been trying... First of all, it's tiny, but second of all, I had this person comes in and pays my bills and everything, and she was going to be there. Yeah, but I've been trying to do this podcast from your house for a long time. All right, we'll you, do, we can you, do you it. You don't want me in your house. You don't want me to see a lesbian house. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been in, I've been in a gay house once. Uh, you're such an idiot. I'm just trying to relate to my friend Judy Gold. Right, a lesbian. What do you think my house is like? <laughs> I don't know. That's There's one room, it's a kid's room, and then the bedroom, and it's, it's a fucking house. Do you got like a sex room? No. Oh. I, have no I have the tiniest apartment. Would, I have one bathroom. Would you want a sex room? No. No, I wouldn't want one either. 
That's too weird, much work. Right? It, it would, it it's would just... too much pressure. Then you walk by like, oh, I, fuck, I forgot to have sex. You, know? <laughs> you just see that sex swing hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, right. It's got a pile of clothes on it. Hey, no, kids, I... don't, don't look in there. We went, we went to our uh, gay friend's house once for an overnighter. You'd be proud of this. Who, who's the gay friend? A uh, guy? Yeah, two guys. Whose friend, you or your wife? Well, it started because he was my hair cutter. And then, and then, you can't even say hair cutter. No. <laughs> Holy crap! Give me the rules after this podcast. Hair stylist. You don't say hair cutter. They're, they're cutting my hair. Whatever. Go ahead. Do you see my hair? Does it Some look Some people's styled? hair doesn't get styled. <laughs> right. Right? Some of them gets cut. I'm just, I'm just trying to keep what I have. <laughs> I mean, they're not styling anything. <laughs> And besides the like the weird artwork, I was good with that too, Judy Gold. Oh my God, they're not all, you. Act it like was all naked. Gay people are the it same. was naked butts all over their apartment. They were really into that for some reason. Where do they live? It was upstate. They had oh. one of those uh, upstate houses, and mm-hmm. they both lived uh, at the time in Brooklyn. But now they're up there uh, for good. We haven't Ew. we haven't visited their house. And they live there forever now. Yeah, they they gave up. Did on they the city. retire? Um, no, they just gave up on the city. They got they they're doing very well up there. So yeah. Oh, can you imagine giving up on the city? Yeah. You can. I don't like the city. Really? Yeah, I really don't. I'm a suburb guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a beach guy. Oh, I love the beach. Yeah, I mean that well, was that was my saving yard. grace when I got fired. If I didn't have that beach, I don't know. I think I would have went nuts for a little. I know. While. You need to be by water. I, I always. Yeah, but wait. How old are the kids? Uh, my kids are now eight and six. So it's too, oh, you're here for a while. It's too late yeah. now, right? Uh-huh. We blew it. Because even when we hint about it, you could see it in my kids' eyes. They're like, they don't get no. it. We blew it. If they were a little younger, we could have snuck out like all these other uh, families do. A lot of but people. When you see your kids as they get older and they're so much smarter than, you know. <laughs> really? Is that yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah. Like Ben is at boarding school because he plays basketball. Six, all, seven and could shoot the lights out of the ball. Bitches. And he. All the kids at boarding school who were from suburbs or from the suburb are like so happy. Oh, my God. I'm, all the kids from New York are like, this is so fucking boring. Because, you know, they're in the There's nothing, world. To, do, There's nothing yeah. to do. Right. But, you know, they're just more savvy. They can travel by themselves. Right. You, you'll see. I, I just like the slow pace of the whole thing. Yeah. Speaking no. of basketball really fast, did you yeah. see what uh, uh, Steph Curry said? I know What's you... wrong with him? Thank you. She, I love Judy Gold because we're... We both love basketball. But what, he doesn't believe we went to the moon. He's how a, stupid is that? Is he a college graduate? He has to be, know. right? Isn't that your job? Doesn't he also believe that it, the world is no, flat? No, that was no. Kyrie Irving. What about Dwight Howard and the and the? Oh my God! <laughs> I haven't even been able to talk about that yet. His uh, transgender, transsexual, trans what? But also like. That he would write, yet he wouldn't admit in those texts, right. you know what he likes, right? But he was a he was a bottom. He said really? that. Yeah, he said he that. Left it in the ass. He said that. Wow. Or or it was assumed, I guess, with all the stuff that came wow. out. Dwight Howard was dating uh, transsexual, transgender, trans, transgender, transgender, mm-hmm. and uh, she finally had it and uh, blew up his spot. And then and then next thing you know, he got injured. He he's not playing. Really? He's not playing right now. Yeah, but uh, Steph Curry doesn't believe we uh, landed but on the moon. What is? How stupid is that? That tries. Whoa! Excuse me. That guy's pissed too. <laughs> the food here is really good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that's even better. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is wrong with him? I don't know. Um, and then Kyrie Irving thought that the earth was flat. He's one of the, the flat earthers. And uh, I think he's backed off on that a little bit just because of all the, all the crap he's taken for that. How, how can you believe in this day and age that the earth is flat? How can you believe we didn't go to the moon? Well, well, because well, of the flag. What flag? They say that the flag on the moon uh, is waving, and there right. be, but there's no air on the moon, so how could the flag oh, be waving? Which is not <laughs> true. The flag, it was... Uh, it was knitted in my high school gym, as a matter of fact. Is that true? You guys... I'm from Verona, New Jersey, in the Ann and Flag mm. Company, and that's where it was made, and it's huge. And they had they took it out of the plant, and they did the finishing touches in my old high school gym. No way. Yes. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. We're famous for, like, two things, that and Jay Moore. That's about it. Uh, ooh! <laughs> you know what my high school's famous for? What? Greg Opie Hughes and Mariah Carey. <laughs> I'm the second most popular, uh, famous person from my high school. How about how I can't? <laughs> you know they have the our high school hall of fame yeah and they will not put me in it <laughs> really because i hated high school so much i think because everyone called me bigfoot and sasquatch i'm like walking down the hall all day right bigfoot sasquatch orca bigfoot yeah so why were you uh, i don't know like that? all these people like are in the hall of fame i'm like who the, you, who the fuck are they anyone we know sorry that that's that's <laughs> lovely don't you? they love podcast noises <laughs> um, that's lovely no, I don't think so. No? Okay. Uh-huh. All right. But Do you so, want to be in your high school hall of fame? Well, I'd like them to acknowledge, acknowledge you a little yeah. bit. But see, now it makes sense for me because my star has kind of dropped a bit. There was a, you know, there was a time I wasn't even listed. I made a big stink on the air. You they, did? And they finally went, all right, we'll I put you on the list. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, I really don't. Like, it's not like, I don't know. Yeah. How was your Hanukkah? People. Hanukkah over? So here's my Hanukkah. It was fine. And I would call Ben on FaceTime and light the Hanukkah candles with him. And then, excuse me, I'm burping now. I was in Fort Myers last weekend. I wanted to kill myself. Why? I just... Well, Fort Myers isn't that fun. Isn't uh, Sanibel Island close, though? I don't know. All I know is what that I, I go in a strip mall. Right. And then I'm trying to find Starbucks. And then you're driving around the strip mall, and then you're in another strip mall. It's just fucking strip malls. Yeah. It's just strip mall after. Then I started crying in the car because I couldn't <laughs> find the Starbucks. And I'm like, why me? Why? Why me? And I just want a cup of coffee, and I just get, I go crazy. Over Starbucks, I hate Starbucks. No, I just wanted a cup of coffee. But you don't, you don't go to Starbucks in New York City with all these great coffee shops, oh, do no, you? No, 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 okay, no. good. All right, I'll accept that if you in Fort Myers. I mean, there are gonna... certain things on that you have to go to on the road, like they have. Oh, Jersey Mike's. I got a Jersey Mike's. So. Oh, good for you. Aren't they the best, Jersey Mike's? Uh, that was Carl's competition, so I can't say that they're the best. Carl who? Oh, really? The Cuban, yeah. Oh, I love Carl. And Carl uh, wanted to be here today. So, yeah, we hate Jersey Mike's. Sorry. I've never Jersey had it. Mike's. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It's in Florida. Fuck Jersey Mike's. Wait, what's Carl's place? Huh? Well, that's a story for another. <laughs> he doesn't have that place anymore, but oh. uh, Jersey Mike's uh, was right next door, so he had to compete with them. Ah, well, I just, you know. Well, we got this thing here for you. You got the menorah? It was already here. Shut the fuck up. Wait, we have one more candle, or is it or the. No, it's done. All oh, the bulbs Hanukkah's just not done. Lit. And <laughs> it's not even a big holiday. It's like a nothing holiday. But why do you guys, like, celebrate so early? Why can't you be on our schedule? <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know. We Wait, go, you're Jewish too? No. We go by the he fucking Jewish. moon. We don't go by the regular calendar. Oh, all right. And it wasn't no big deal? Did you get anything nice from your partner? Um, from your wife? My girlfriend, baby. Um, Wait, you're not we, officially married? No. I thought you guys were. No, she, we have to live together. Right. And she's still, oh my God. I can't believe these people walking by. All right. Wait, well, she, explain. Here's the thing. We just got, all right. I snore, yeah. right? So she usually ends up on the couch because I'm a deep sleeper and she's not. And she's like, until we get another bed in the other room in her apartment, we're not. I, I don't know. She's got all these rules. I don't care. Wait, so she doesn't want to be in the same bed as you because you're snoring? Well, we start in the same bed. Right. And then she wakes up. But I want to get. So you got to sleep on your belly. I can't. No, that's the cute. Or the side. side. That's, I that's sleep a, on the side. That's an easy With your fix. Head cropped up. You know that. You, oh, I have like ten, I have like twelve pillows. You know, my dad was uh, an incredible snorer, and yeah. my mom didn't sleep in the same room because of it. And I'm not. You know how people talk about how the walls shake? Mm -hmm. He was one of those type of snorers, deep, and he would stop breathing. This was before. No way. Well, this was before they knew all that shit. Right. You know, now everyone could get a mask and, and look ridiculous. Did he die in his sleep? No, he died in front of our house. Uh, in a, you know, in a car accident. Oh, that's In a horrific great. car accident. Yeah, that was. Uh, thank you. I really yeah. appreciate because we so really thought he was going to die in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the odds are he's going to die in his sleep, so right. a lot of people lost money that day. Right. But, uh, yeah, he ended up dying in a horrific car accident in front of the house I grew up in. When I, oh when I was God, five years you... old, I moved there. Wait, did you guys move right after? No. No way. Yeah, it was a little creepy. And then, we, well, we were all out of the house. This was 14 years ago. And um, then we finally got our mom in a home. And then the house sat there and, and rotted for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then I, uh, well, we don't have it anymore. Let's just put it that way. Oh, so, my God. So you, your mother would leave the house and right in front of the house was, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, we got over it. Whatever. <laughs> You're Irish. You just sort of plowed no, we, through the whole thing. No, obviously, right. obviously yeah. it was horrific. But right. it was, it was, uh, it was, it's so funny what took him out because it, at our house, you never took lefts out of the driveway. Right. And that uh, that day, there uh, was an older couple picking them up for lunch, and uh, the guy who was driving had one arm. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but he did have one arm. I'm good at describing things. Well, was he driving a stick? <laughs> 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 and my mom's in the back seat right. basically telling this guy, we don't take lefts out of the driveway. And he's like, eh, right. I could take lefts wherever the fuck I want. But we're talking, we were in this house for 40 years and no one took lefts out of the driveway. Right. It for was a major, it was a major big right. deal that you took a right, you went up to the first street and, and then, then you turned. Around, right. It was a main road and we had hedges and there was, right. a, and it was around a, a, a turn. Long story short, he took that left and bambo, T-boned. My mom took the brunt of the, uh, the accident, but my dad was on blood thinners for his heart. And uh, yeah. He went into a coma. Fuck that fucking guy. Yeah, but he was like, uh, you know, he, that guy was in our family since we were very little. I don't so, care. I hate him. Does he know. feel guilty? Is he dead? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I really don't know. I want to know who hit my dad. Wait, so they was left? Was hit and run? Huh? We, we know, but we don't know. Right. I don't want to know. You know what I mean? I know yeah, it was yeah. a lady, and and some people think she might have been on her phone, you know, looking down. Oh, and stuff. I don't horrible. know. But uh, uh, with, with all that said, that you know, the guy shouldn't have taken that, that left. Terrible. So. But, yeah, it was the same house that we lost all our pets in front. 
We lost. Oh my we, god! We lost. This is the fucking worst story. <laughs> we, well, you, Why? All the dogs got hit by cars too. And and a couple cats. Oh my god! <laughs> we didn't believe in a fence, even though we had seven kids. Uh, that is fucking ridiculous. We had a house right on a very busy road and didn't believe in a fence. Can you believe that? Yeah. Mental. So anyway. Wonderful Christmas story to end this part on, Greg. By the way, using the term African-American is all right, but it's kind of dated, like calling the girl shorty. So saying black is politically correct. Well, what I like to say, people of color. Not that I'm an authority, but more than half of my family is black, and so is my son. He calls me Peach. I kind of like it. Because with all this white privilege talk going around, it makes me feel less of a bad guy. Hey, speaking of colors, let's give some love to the color purple. Go get them, Greg. Oh, yeah. Purple mattress. I'll tell you why I like purple mattress besides the fact that Carl got a brand new mattress. If you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try a purple mattress. The purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses the brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. It was not like the memory foam I'm used to and you're used to. The purple material feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time, so it keeps everything supported while feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. And check this out, 100-night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. Backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping and returns, it's purple mattress. Let me just say this. If you're really enjoying this podcast, I, Opie, actually, I'm going to use my real name. I, Greg Hughes, would really appreciate it if you got a purple mattress the next time you're in the market for a new mattress, okay? I'd really appreciate it. Support the sponsors, you bitch. <laughs> you could say bitch these days, right? I mean, I love, I love the women, but when you say bitch, it's a female thing, isn't it? I'm so confused by the new rules out there. My God. No, seriously, though, if you like the podcast, please support the sponsors, especially Purple Mattress. You're going to love Purple, and right now our listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. All you have to do is text OPIE, O-P-I-E, to 474747. The only way to get this free pillow is text OPIE at 474747. Four seven. That's Opie two four seven four seven four seven. Message and data rates may apply. Purple mattress. Once again, thanks for getting Carla mattress. Really appreciate it. Hey guys, it's Creamy Butters from Plymouth, Mass. Just finished the Kelly Lynn episode. Kelly Lynn is awesome. The chemistry between her and Opie is better than anything. It's awesome. EB Guitar was a way ahead of the curve on this when he started talking about her on Twitter. Please don't wait 40 episodes to have her back. Mike Sappho was a great job on this one. I'd really love to see him and his fiance Julia, being interviewed by Opie. I think that would be really cool. They, they seem both like really nice people. And Joey and EB's little Christmas song at the end was fucking awesome. And Joey did a fantastic job producing. Uh, he fucking shines through. Uh, if I don't talk to you guys, Merry fucking Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever the fuck you celebrate. The Jew thing's over, so that's too bad. That was a fun one. Oh, be radio. So your Hanukkah was <laughs> shitty. So I, I lit candles in the hotel. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was fine. I mean, I mean, no, it was like nothing. Right. But now we're going to Bruce Springsteen tonight. That's Ooh. one of my gifts. Ooh. On Broadway. Right, That's right, bitches. Everyone's talking about how great that show I know. is. And I still haven't gone. Have you gone? Like, no, I haven't gone. It's one. I can't go to It's going to close years, soon. Yeah. And I'm going to take an edible before. Yeah. All right. Let's. First of all, I want to tell the people that right. Robert's uh, helping me out with the podcast today from Westwood One. Yeah, I love edibles. You have any on you? No. I just came from the gym. Uh, yeah. Can I get another one? How great are edibles? They're so good, but you have to take the right amount. You like, have I to know be a scientist. I'm ten. I'm ten milligrams. What are you? I don't know. I'm one square of the chocolate bar. Yeah, that's ten. Probably. That's I. I, yeah, yeah. I would imagine it's about the same. Yeah, yeah. You know the, the famous story with Chris Stefano. You heard that, right? What? We were going to an Islanders game, and somebody we know, we both know very well, gave us some edibles uh-huh. to to make the experience a little better. Uh-huh. And it's a chocolate bar, first of all. Right. I took my little square because I understand. Right. And Chris has never been high. No and way he, in his whole life. Yeah, and he took his one square. Right. And then decided because the candy bar tasted so good, he wanted more. And he mm. took probably at least another square. No way. And we had to go to Brooklyn to the Barclays, which is a very yes. long subway ride. It's about 30 minutes. And we missed our stop. That was the first sign that we were pretty fucked no up. No way. And, the, and I've told the story many times, but the story ends with him thinking that he's having a stroke and that a spear is going through his head and he has to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he has to leave the Barclays immediately. This was after the first period. Rangers Islanders, by the way, if you're a sports wow. fan. Wow. And then he's like, he's freaking out. And he's like, well, you could go back to your seats. You know, you don't have to worry about me. And I'm like, I can't leave my friend in this state. So we leave the Barclays. It's like January, February maybe. Right. It's like single digits outside. We're freezing and no one's around. And then all of a sudden, I'm trying to do the right thing and take care of him. Next thing you know, he just jumps in a car and takes off. No way. Did he get home? <laughs> yeah, well, he got, obviously. He got home. He took a shower with all his clothes, if I remember. And oh, then, my God. And then for the next day and a half, he he kept texting me, asking me if I was still high. For the next <laughs> day no and way. a half. Yes. I love that guy. So yes. I used to make, I made brown, make brownies. That's the short version of the story. You do? Oh, yeah. And uh, I had you make pot brownies. Yeah, I'm actually I'm perfecting it. Well, I don't with Carl here. I'll it'll, I'll get it wrong. But uh, so one time I I was sort of distracted and I you know <clears throat> I'd done the whole uh, you know distill infusing the um, butter. The butter, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so I get everything all set. I'm preheating the oven. I've mixed everything up, and I made the and I, this is probably the. You know, I've been doing this for a while, right. and I made the mistake of, like, I took a phone call, I hung up the phone, or while I'm on the phone, I'm, right. t- I'm just doing this. I'm right. licking the bowl, licking the spatula. Oh, oh my God. Forgetting that, what I put in it. Right. <clears throat> and then, at some point, my roommate comes home and says, uh, what are you doing? Like, he looks around, and he goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm preheating the oven, and I'm watching Hangover on TV. And he said, uh, well, it's Hangover 2. And how long have you been standing there? I'm like, nah, the movie just started. I literally the, the, zoned out the entire time, stood in place, went through all of the hangover and a quarter of the hangover. No two, way. Just standing there? Just standing there <laughs> with the oven pr- very well pre- preheated right. and the uncooked brownie sitting ready to go. Like, because I licked the bowl. Wow. You oh, would, so now right. I have post-it notes that you say, would, don't lick the bowl. It's, everything's all science now. You would so put a baby in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> you so would do that, you idiot. On my birthday, not this year, last year, Yeah. we went to a friend's in New Jersey. We're staying over, and then we go, had an edible. It was a Rice Krispie treat, and Elisa, my girlfriend, is, didn't eat lunch or whatever. She was waiting for dinner. So... 
she takes a bite of this rice, rice crispy, and then she's hungry, so she starts eating the whole thing. Literally, I had to sit on the fucking couch with her. We had a canceled <laughs> dinner. I had to take her to the mirror. She's like, please let me look at myself in the mirror. She had couch lock. It's called couch lock. And she's sitting there, I'm gonna die. I'm like, you're not gonna die. Can you walk me over so I can look at myself? It was the fucking worst birthday of my entire life. That's the best. I, I love that you're- Fucking pain in my ass. I, I love that your birthday was ruined. Ruined. Am I, even, am yeah. I sick? Yeah, yeah no, you, you, gotta, you gotta know how much, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. And they make them so tasty, you gotta just be very <laughs> careful. You do the, the vape? Oh, I have the vape, yeah. Oh, good for you. I enjoy we, the vape. I do like to smoke smoke, but I've noticed that I get, it's bad. I get like. What do you mean? Oh, you get you too know, I high? I get a cough. No, I get yeah. coffee. Oh, okay. You know, like gotcha. I get a cough. Oh, um, God. It's so, just like. So let's let's say into comedy, man. You got a you got a new uh, CD. I out. have a new album. It's not a CD. I, I they know, don't have CDs. I know. I, I call it an album. But th- but that's even sounds silly. Shut up. Oh well, no, it's a we're collection the same, of less tracks. The same age. It's still, I think it's still But what do you album. call it? A new a new. Uh, I call it my album. It's how about a new special? Out. Wait, I can't get a special because I'm too old. No one will give me a fucking special. Wait. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. It's so horrible and I'm so funny. It's just not fucking fair. I just, it's so frustrating. Let me say all that because okay, it's the sorry. truth. Judy Gold is very, very funny and there is a real thing that happens out there, especially with uh, older women, women comics. Right. They're not fitting a, uh, let's call it an algorithm, algorithm is a good way to say it. it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're, you're really funny and stuff and you're probably funnier than most of the people that we are giving specials to, but you're not uh, fitting our algorithm who's fitting the algorithm young young what i'm else? telling you like, it's just like, all uh, people in their 30s and and maybe 40s i don't know right it's but i, I swear to god you get funnier as you get older of course because you have more like, life and you're experience fearless and yeah. No, yeah and you could give a shit you know right because you're not you're not worried who you're going to be pissing right. off to, for the most part yeah exactly for the and most part just, you gotta be careful still but. it's horrible it's so i can't netflix no i don't fit the algorithm comedy central you've aged out they Age said that? that. Yeah. Wait, they're giving uh, they're giving specials to everyone on Netflix. I know. Everyone. Not me. Not Judy Gold. And most of them know. If, uh, well, they're not specials anymore. Uh, That's why I was like, you know, I love albums. I love comedy albums. That's how I listened to comedy when I was growing up. And then when you go see the comic, you kind of want them to do the bit that you heard on the album. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. it's like these Netflix specials. They they eat up everyone's material, and they're you know. Right. And you can't really, right? You don't really make money off these things anymore, do no. you? Because everyone nothing just makes bur- a difference anymore. Everyone just grabs it for free, unfortunately. Right. I mean, isn't wasn't the purpose of these specials so that um, you would lobby the club in your town or right, your city right, right. to book the comic to come see you on tour? Yeah. Right. So you get a Netflix special, you get some heat, and then clubs book you. But right. you have to have new material because right. if people watch your Netflix special, they're like, oh. But the clubs still love you. I mean, in the city, but it's like hard to get Oy. decent clubs on the road. That is ridiculous. It's just so hard, and I'm so fucking. I'm not kidding. I'm really funny. Yes, let me say that. Okay, sorry. No, you really are though. Thank you. And I was, uh, I, I did a, uh, a quick Google of you just to, you know, oh God. no, just because I wanted to make sure I. Right. We promoted your um, not album. I want to say album. Well, it's an album. All right, you're out. Al- what's it called? Kill me now. Kill me now, and how do you get it through all the? Oh, you all, anywhere. You all these, music. yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. all the usual places. That's a that's a dumb question too. How do you get it? Because uh, uh, there was a time you you asked that question. It was only available in Sam Goody or wherever. <laughs> right, right, right. But I was uh, I did a quick Google. I love Sam Goody. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> 
I did. I love that. Because I live, grew up in New Jersey, and you'd go to the fucking mall and like look at albums at Sam Goody. All right, I, I kind of miss that. The kids have no idea. Uh, the thrill of walking into like a Sam Goody's, a music right. store, and just browsing and finding new shit. I mean, they're doing it another way, obviously, but well, there the was something about into, it. See, and the kids that are into vinyl now, the, the, yeah. the, they, they're... <clears throat> There's a rack in Target, for example, and they think that's a big deal. Like, no, you have to go to a record store in the city, yeah, and you have to take the bus to get in, and yeah. you have to, you know, yeah. not tell your parents you've gone into the city. Right, right. it's a Jersey thing. Well, but. I liked going downtown because uh, all those really small oh, record yeah. shops always Blinker had Bob's. imports and and illegal stuff. Remember right. the illegal stuff? Sure, it was like Nirvana and concert and uh, whatever. Uh, that's how we Columbus, got all, our, Ohio all, the, and, all the Beatles stuff that we yeah, got, of over course. Years. But, but you, you know, we used to remember you used to go to the like Tower Records and. And you'd like get stoned, and then you'd three hours. That was heaven. Like, and no, no one's bothering you. You're looking through albums. You're reading right. liner notes. Like right. that was the fucking best. That was like uh, early. How can I explain? Early internet. Do you remember the yeah. magazine section? Oh yeah. And now all that stuff you could find online, right. obviously. But you would find some weird, far oh, out, yeah. fucked up magazine. It was great. Yeah, not but, anymore. But anyway, so what I what I learned and I album cover and I've, you. I've yeah. known you for a long time. You started comedy almost on a on a dare or I, a goof. Yeah, it was a dare. That's a great picture, Isn't Judy that, Gold. That's my album cover. Judy Gold, kill me now, and she's yeah. she's got her hair did. Yeah, it's like seventies disco. You got bullshit. your hair did and you yeah. got your makeup on. Yeah. Looking, um, looking hot, Judy. Hot baby. Looking um, hot. Yeah, I was in college and we did Secret Santas and my Secret Santa like left me a note saying. You have to do stand-up and use everyone who lives on the floor as your material. Now, and that was the first time I did it. But let me ask you this. Uh, yeah. Did you have a, uh, an inkling to do comedy before that day? I was always funny, and I wanted to be a performer, but I didn't know in what capacity. Like, first okay. of all, no one's going to you know cast me as an ingenue. Right. <laughs> but, you know, I was drawn to comedy. I think, yeah. I, I mean, I loved Joan Rivers. I, like, I just, I loved comedy, yeah. Who were your heroes growing up? Joan Rivers, obviously. I would think I a love, little, uh, can I answer this yeah, for you that, a little bit? Cause yeah. I, I'm sorry, because it's, it's yeah. better to try to yeah, figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Is it all female comics? No. Okay, so would you go, uh, let me let me get Phyllis Diller out of the way. I love Phyllis, Okay, yeah. so Phyllis Diller, Joan Rivers. Uh, I'm thinking... Uh, George Carlin, love George more, Carlin more than Richard Pryor. I love George Carlin, but I did also loved Richard Pryor. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. who else makes up that list? Tony Fields. See, do I don't know Tony. Tony Fields? I, I oh. know, I know the name, but I don't she know what she did. She was fucking. She was like Melissa McCarthy, funny. Oh, really? Yeah, just fucking hilarious. No boundaries. Right. Um, would she just uh, take on everybody? Would she? I mean, she would just do anything. Like she was. She didn't give hilarious. a fuck. Yeah, she didn't give a shit. Right. Okay. Um. I'm trying to think. I mean, of course, there were like the Henny Youngmans and, you know. But those those were joke real. writers. Yeah, though. they were just. One liners. Yeah. Joan really did it for me. Yeah. Yeah, Joan was all right. Yeah. I never got to have her on the oh, radio. Oh, she was fucking great. I, I always uh, wish I could have talked to her. But so, so on a dare. But I mean, that person knew that you were funny. And that right, was, right, right. Because so he used to bring me in his room. And tell and say tell the story about blank or tell the story about this and then right did, yeah so then you had to do this uh, comedy act right and, and I used everyone who you know lived on the floor and I got my first laugh and it was and fucking that was it. like that was it done yeah I get it right I get it yeah no not for the laugh part but no but when, just knowing oh my god this is what I'm meant to do the first time I talked into a microphone at a radio station I was like oh my god right. I don't want to do anything, anything else. else ever I just knew right. like I went boom and I, I was right. 18 
and just it, yeah, I was nineteen. I yeah. couldn't fucking believe how cool right. it felt and how whatever. And but, now look at you, OB. Oh, I'm <laughs> in a bar on the Upper West Side at the end of my career. Oh, shut <laughs> up. But then, um, is it true? I also like I, I was reading articles really fast because I didn't think we were going to do it today. I like All to right, I sorry. like to prepare for these podcasts sorry. now. The first time in my life, I'm actually uh, preparing a lot. We can do another one. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. But is it true your first professional? gig you had diarrhea or did i read oh, that wrong oh god yes i was well, well it was I at mean, the charter house in new jersey and scotch oh and we hawken no there was oh, the other scotch, one. yeah okay and they were doing stand-up because it was the 80s and everyone did stand and i remember go i was so sick to my stomach but this is your first official gig right 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 i got 50 dollar which was a lot of money i mean that's what we get now right you know but you, but you had uh, an upset I stomach, very, a sour yeah, stomach, yeah, as sour, they say. Sour stomach. <laughs> All those farts must yeah. have been brutal. Shut up. Remember when you Ooh. were nice like an hour ago? And now you've turned Is that into, bad? Yeah. No. Oh, all right. I'll go back to nice. <laughs> I get excited when I talk to you. You know that I, I've told this on the radio shows over the years, but first time I met Judy Gold, I want to say from my podcast too. Yeah. I met her through Brother Weeze. Brother Weeze. Oh, I love him. Yeah, who's my mentor. Uh, uh, we're going to go see Brother Weeze, uh, I believe, uh, very, very soon. Let's just put it that way. And uh, he was in Montreal for the Comedy Festival right. when I was fired. I was out of radio for two years, so I went up and hung out with him. And he was interviewing Judy Gold. I was so intimidated by uh, her. That's how by I'm, me? Yes. There was something about your, 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 your personality is bigger oh, than life. God. And then, yeah, and then I came. Then I think I went on your show in no, Montreal. No, yes. no, no, because I. Oh, well, then maybe when I was back yeah, on yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't want. Even when I got back on radio, I was scared to have you on. Oh my god! I'm, I'm just so being honest nothing. with you. I'm like. Yeah. No, at the time, but I, that's a, that's kind of a compliment, right. though. Oh, thank you. Because it, one of the uh, things that was so intimidating was you were so fucking funny. Oh, not was you still are, but I was like, this chick is funny. No, I, I'm not, I don't fit the algorithm now. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. Isn't it? It's like you know, look, I, and Lewis Black, who I love. Right. I mean, he fits the algorithm, right. and he's older than me. You know. Well, you got to get a twitchy finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is it is it a is it a male female? Thing? Absolutely. Of course. Because Marion just got thing. another special. Who did? Mark Marion just got. It. I'm seeing it all over the internet. But Jen Kirkman has to fight to get him. Right. right. It's it's fucking ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And you're funnier than all of them. I know. Or most of them. Let's say most. <laughs> I mean, we can use all. Uh, no, you're. Uh, that, that is too bad. You think that'll yeah. change? I, don't, I mean, like it's so depressing, right? You know, it's like I don't know. Part of me is like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do my albums and right. But it's just you see all these people and then and then it's sort. A lot of it is the money, right. you know. It's like, I just don't want to have to worry about money. Of course. You know? And it's, I don't know. Because you're still hustling, right? All the time. You, I hate it. The, the stand Like, I just want to fucking relax. Someone like Judy Gold has put in her time and has a great career, has done everything. I mean, TV, all sorts of stuff. Like, you would think they don't have to hustle anymore. Right, right. no. They it's still constant. have to hustle. I'm out constantly. five nights a week doing still. sets, yeah. Wow. And then uh, something else from these articles, I was, like, browsing really quick because I wanted to be a little prepared. Uh, what was the thing with you and um, Chris Rock where you were standby comics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the inner workings of uh, being a comedian and, and comedy clubs. Can you explain so, that? So, Catch All right. So, in the 80s, there was, like, Catch a Rising Star. There was the comic strip. There were uh, – the cellar was downtown. But, you know, there were a bunch of com comedy. You, Grant, 
and there were no cell phones. And if people got stuck on the subway or in a cab and couldn't get to the gig, there was no way for them to contact the club to say, listen, I'm running late. Right. So Catch a Rising Star, which was the, the club on First Avenue between 77 and 78, um, they had this thing called the backup. And on the weekend, I would sit, I got hired as the back, I'd sit at the bar, you'd sit through the whole show, you'd get paid 50 bucks, right. which was what you got for a set. And, um, you know, and you'd only go on if someone didn't show up. Uh and so it was really just to have someone there. And the two backups were me and Chris Rock. Is that crazy? crazy? Yeah. Wow. Yep. So did you come up with Chris Rock? Well, he, who yeah. Was your, who was your group uh, in My group is Ray Romano. Wow. John Stewart. Wow. Um, I'm going to give you one. Eh. Go ahead. No, you got to give me the names. I'll give you one. Eh. <laughs> uh, no, Wanda a- Sykes. Wow. Uh, there was one club at Comedy U Grand in Soho. On Thursday nights, they did all women comedy, and we got paid five dollars. Jesus! And that's how I met. That's because we could never work together. Like yeah. the women could never work. No clubs would put two women on a show. And then there were some clubs where you'd call up and be like, "Listen, I want to work there," and they'd be like, "Oh, we had a woman here two months ago. She didn't do well, so we're not hiring any women." Can I ask you? Well, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. What do you think that? What do you think that's about? You think the women were always funny? You think some of the women out there oh, that came yeah. up? Oh, yeah. Like, I think there were less women. There were less women. I think the percentage of funny women to all women was the same as guys, but there were just less. I mean, so, Elaine Boozler was fucking hilarious. She, I saw her many times. She yeah. used to play Rochester when I lived up in that area. Fucking hilarious. And she just did my podcast, and she told the story of how she, she had to produce her own. Like, she went in. Everyone was getting specials. All the guys in her yeah. group. And they said, no one wants to listen to a woman speak for an hour. Wow. So it was a male chauvinist yeah, world. It's still and, like and that. It still is I mean, to being a, a comic, your power it's a position of power. Yeah. You know, and they don't see women, you see, know. but it's and it's and, and younger women or other women are condi- have been conditioned. So I dated a woman for a while who and I I watch any comedy special. It's just, right. you know, how I blow off steam and she would I don't want to watch women comedians. Like why? Well, no, I don't I don't think they're funny. How can I you say that? That's why I said you're a woman. How do you not? Well, I I, I can't relate. I, it was just blew my mind. It has nothing. Why is a so joke weird. gender or age anything? Right. Why is there a demographic right. of funny? Yeah, funny is funny. You know, funny is fucking that, funny. That's as, it's as simple as that. Right. There's a lot of closed-minded people out there if they're not right. thinking that. Um, can I ask you two tough questions? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Louis C.K., do you feel like he should be able to come back? Absolutely. So do I. I mean, I, I don't, I, 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 I don't I, look, he did it. I think he's a, thing. I, I think he's a creep. I think he's done creepy things. Right. But, but you there's can't, a lot of, it's like telling a painter they can't paint or a writer they can't write. You know, it's like, that's what he does. And he, he did his time. He took a year off. He didn't. And also he didn't the, the go to, audience is going to decide his fate, right. you know, and he, whatever, you can't tell someone not to do their art. I know it's funny. And about, if you don't, you know, if you're think he's a creep then don't go or don't support him or whatever he has the right to uh try to you know continue his career right um but with that said i mean you know a little inside a little inside knowledge here and i'll keep it very vague 
You know the 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 comics out there. There's a lot of creeps, man. Oh my god, they're <laughs> shit. I mean, it's ridiculous. If, if the people out there only knew, I know. Oh my god, that's why I get mad when when um, comics go after uh, other comics right. uh, for that type of thing. I'm like, come on, man. You know. Oh my god, you're in it's the clubs cr- enough to know the you know some of the crazy ass shit We're that goes mental. on. Right. We're mental. Well, that's, you know, we're not normal. But, yeah, it's, there's so much shit that goes on. Yeah. And then the Kevin Hart. That's the oh, tougher horrible. one. horrible. That's the tougher one. I, I wrote to him. I, I mean, I tweeted. Some of those said, tweets. You know, not, I, I, here's I, the thing. There were horrible tweets. He's never been, not, he's been nothing but nice to me. Same, with, From same here. Respectful. Yeah. He apologized. Yeah. Our goal as, a, as in the LGBTQ or STUVWXYZ community <laughs> is... To, for people to change and to evolve. Here's an example of someone who did evolve, and now you're going to fucking like, p- keep punishing. Like It's like, come on. The tweets were from nine years ago. Right. And that's what... I mean, they were horrible, but you and know... And then what, what did the Oscar... What is it called? The, the Academy, I guess, they wanted him to apologize again, and he right. basically said, he yo, like, no, I apologize. I already apologized, but that's, that's them controlling him. So I, I see right. why he would be like, no... You're not going to tell me what to do, and it's not like he was, you know. And he'll he's be hosting fine. the Tonys. And 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 uh, we live in a dangerous uh, time because now uh, we have so many people. Oh God, I got two gigs canceled this year too. For some of the things you have said. I got a gig canceled at a Jewish at the Huntington Jewish Center. That's my area. Yeah, Huntington. I and and they sent a deposit. I was booked. Yeah. Um. And then they sent the. D- they booked me in January, sent a deposit in March, and then at the end of August, they're like, "We can't have her." My agent's like, "What do we? You can't, you can't just cancel. There's no way for her to get that." Right. It was in October. That date filled. They're that, like, "That's well, real money you're losing." You need out to, on. yeah, you need to have a reason. They're like, "We're not singing from the same songbook." What does that mean? They're Trump supporters. Mm. Oh my God! You, you're getting for yeah, and it's like not like I go on stage. You know, if I'm doing a private gig i'm not going to be political you right, know right there's that and then uh an lgbtq or stuv wxyz community how many letters thing. are there really can i lgbtq ia ia is official i now? think i don't know and then p for pan i don't fucking, for what I p can't. for what pansexual pan. i can't what's a pansexual i don't know a, a little from column b i don't know it's like everything doesn't matter the gender <laughs> oh i can't God. I can't. I can't fucking deal with that. Like I said earlier, give me a little time. Fucking annoying. Give me a little time. I don't. I. I love people. I can't even take it. I love people. That's yeah. a, that's the God's honest truth. And it's always been an, uh, the truth about me. But, man, you give me a little time. I mean, cut the shit already. So that leads into the Trump thing that I was sort of going to avoid today. But if you're losing gigs over that, I did want to ask that. Well, I was going to ask if it's affecting your career a little bit because you're very vocal about Trump and how ridiculous Here's he is. Here's the thing. It's not even like your politics. It's not if you're a Republican or a Democrat or Independent or whatever the fuck, Green Party, whatever. He's a horrible person. He's a liar. Anyone else would have been fired already. It's just awful. I just, I'm sorry. He's not qualified for the job and he's not a good person and he's surrounded by these fucking criminals and he's like colluding with Russia no matter what the fuck you say. He has no respect for the Constitution, for the laws, He's embarrassing. He doesn't read. It's just, it's come on already. Well, it's him as a person. And this is, so why can't you, uh, why can't, I, I don't want to say why. It's also, no, look, I don't want to say why can't you keep uh, quiet because that's ridiculous, obviously. But 
you know that that affects your 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 but career. I'm a, so, but it's like you're a, you're a social commentator when yeah. you're you know it's like I can't not say my my thing with Trump is that there's so much no matter what you think of the guy there's so much comedy there he does some ridiculous and says I know, ridiculous but it's things so, it's scary but people now. can't but people cannot. And this has been a theme for a long time with me. People cannot take a joke about their guy anymore. Right. That's the thing. It drives like, me you nuts. You could make fun of George W. Bush all the time like he couldn't say nuclear. No one got right. up and left. Right. He, because Trump has no sense of humor and he's not humble and he just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. He's not self-effacing. You know, when you laugh, you are – it's sort of like you're you're giving up. You're like – you're giving someone else the power. So he can't do that. He's got to always. Right. And I, I feel like, you know, he's, his supporters, they just hear something and it's like, oh, I'm done. It's yeah. like, no. Yeah, you, you put a little tweet right. out. Well, you're not even really showing your politics, but he does something ridiculous and you put right. a tweet out and then people are like, I'm done Fuck listening you. to you. Like, yeah. You don't see it's the humor funny. in this? Yeah, I know. And maybe I, maybe I don't take politics that seriously because my whole career... I mean, I go way back, but I mean, oh. I almost go. Who's that, Judy? Go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, bitches. Um, but I mean, I you know, well, let's start with uh, uh, Bush Senior and then Clinton, and right? Then, and then I mean, Clinton, Bush again. And then I mean, Obama. there were so many fucking jokes about we, Clinton. We made jokes about all of all them. All of them, and you can't make a joke. This guy is so, so. You do make jokes about all of them. When oh my god, yeah, and the fact that the Democrats have no fucking balls at all. None. Zero. None. Because like, get the fuck. What the fuck? I mean, with with uh, Trump showing all his vulnerability, I'm right. si- I'm sitting there going, when is someone from the other side going to step up? Well, he's up? such a bully, and they're all afraid they're, they're of, like, They're just scared, yeah. right? They're all scared of their careers yeah. down there. Uh, yeah, you might be right about that. Yeah. Well, they've and, and that's the thing. You were, you were saying before, Judy Gold, that uh, his... His supporters, they're, they're not, <clears throat> they're very singular focus. Right. They're, they're not, they can't take the joke. And I think he's found those people and given those people who were always um, like that. Right. A, a <clears throat> validation Applied, yes, and, a, and a voice. Absolutely. So that, um, you know, they, they just take out after right. after everybody else. Yeah. And they're, they're knocking down artists left right. and right. Yeah. Well, and this whole attack on the media, <clears throat> which is grammatically incorrect, but, um, you know, and and the fact that you know someone like Fox, for example, uh, uh, yelling at the other people, you know, the the the, uh, the fake news media, they bring in billions of dollars in advertising. They're right. as mainstream yeah. as everybody else. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, I uh, mean, the poor journalists that they, they go embed themselves <laughs> in the fucking in wars war and and to to bring us the news, and he's like, and, you're, and he has fucking bone spur. You're a fucking asshole. Look. Like, how could you not find it funny He's when... He's just such a when, dick. When Jim Acosta was getting kicked out of the White I House. Know. And Trump was pacing like a... Uh, like oh, a, I know. When like he kept walking, he's like, get him out. He's such a fucking he was, he was losing his mind. Jim Acosta's right. holding on for dear life. A girl's trying to yank yeah. him. How do you not find all this I, funny? He looks Maybe. like such a fucking look, mental patient. Look, and, uh, you know, this... My experience with Trump, he's, he called the radio show a lot. Right. He was so... Entertaining, right? He really right, was. Right, but he so, shouldn't be president. But no, let me. But yeah. let me finish. So, but soon as he hung up, everyone in the room would look at each other and go, "What an idiot!" Right, right. Meaning he is so full of himself. Right, right. But we knew he gave us great radio, and that's all we cared about back then. But we right. all looked like, "Oh my God, this guy is out of his fucking right. mind!" But he's entertaining as all right, hell. Right. 
but you know, fast forward, he becomes our president. But it's like anyone else would be fired already. Right. You know? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I guess a lot of people would go, you know, I really enjoyed the Judy Gold episode, yeah. but that last 10 minutes, I oh, am It's man. not about your politics. It's, he's a fucking, I'm like, well, he didn't even, like, no one voted for him in New York. Well, we I all knew him. Right. I used to make fun of Obama, how, you know, he would brag about his basketball skills, and, and, and this right. is something me and you can relate to. Right. He stinks yeah. at basketball. I know. And I used to laugh my ass off. Like, he'd be out there in the basketball court that they set up for him right. with, his, with his sleeves rolled right, up right, trying right. to shoot and make layups and missing shot after shot. No form, no right. style. He was a nerd, that right. guy. So I don't remember Republicans in the early or in the, in the mid '70s yelling at Saturday Night Live about right. all of the Ford impressions or the Carter impressions right. or he any of that stuff. They didn't. Take or any, Reagan. Yeah. Reagan yeah. didn't attack. And H.W. embraced Dana right. Carvey's impression of him. Uh, he did. Uh, well, I was trying to think. You know, how far does it go back? Where some, you know, you can't take a joke about your your guy in politics. And if you, I mean, we come from the era of Johnny Carson. Johnny, you didn't know. Where he stood politically. No, not at all. Because he made People fun of everybody. Because, yeah. So it goes all the way back to then. He knew, like, if I really show my colors but here. But he's so divisive, Trump. He, like, he's so divisive. Right. Like, the shit he says about the Democrat. And you know he's a Democrat. And, like, you're pro-life, quote-unquote. Like, how many abortions did you pay for? <laughs> right. Yeah, that should be said. We, right. we live in New York City. We grew up with Trump. Right. I remember being a kid on Long Island. I get on the Long Island Express, uh, Long Island uh, Railroad, excuse me. And one of the stops, we went to the St. Patrick's Cathedral, Rockefeller right. Center, Times Square a little bit because it was really seedy and scary right. as shit. But you wanted to check it out. Right. And then we would go to Trump Tower. And I remember him walking through the lobby once. This is a million years ago. And people back then were like, holy fuck, right, there right. he is. So we all know, but my point is, to Judy's point, I'm just backing her up uh, the long way here. Everyone in this town, this city, knew he was a Democrat. Right. He changed parties. Right, because they took him. He changed parties. Because they told him, this is what you have to do. And he's like, I could do that. I could right. do, you know, it's just, there's no integrity. Yeah. but my He's not a public servant. He doesn't yeah. give a shit about anyone else but himself. I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Right. Uh, and I, I just had to ask you that because I mean I see you on Twitter and you're you're, I just, you're fighting so everybody. He's so annoying. And he's just so annoying. And I was going to ask you if it affects like your comedy. I, it, and and here we're just, yeah. here we're learning today that you've had a couple of gigs canceled because of that. That's yeah. too bad. That's Stupid. really too bad. So dumb. It's not like you go to the Philharmonic and you're like, oh, God, the first violin player is a communist. I'm leaving. You know, it's like, <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> and then back to the, the point with Kevin Hart and everybody else, will it happen to you? Yeah. Where, you know, you've read the book 1984. Yeah, of course. I read it like every five years. And, and every, if you take a few years off and read it again, you're like, oh, my. Right. This guy figured it all out. Right. All those George Orwell figured yeah. out all those years ago. And in the book, they talk about how, you know, you were encouraged to, you know, tattle on your fellow right. citizens. And that's what we're doing right. now. Like, you know, oh, Kevin Hart's going to uh, host the Oscars. And then everyone quickly went to Twitter to find all this the old tweets. This is why the social media is so suck bag. Horrible. I, I agree. I hate it. And, and the people that are getting the other people in trouble, I would love to look into their their past. I know. The, the horse yeah, you're they, so fucking perfect. No one's perfect. We all I have know. said dumb, stupid things. But on the flip side of social media, when we're done and when the show posts, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be there. <laughs> and buy my fucking album, please. We'll do a little crisscross. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, can you leave my name out of it? Because yeah. <laughs> you're going to get attacked again. Yeah, great. And we had so much fun. I know. This was a really good episode, man. Anything else, Judy Gold? No. 
You all right? Yeah, I, gotta, I wanna go to the Russian School of Mathematics across the street. I see that. The Russian School of Mathematics? What do you think the is- the fuck is that? That's not a plant. Oh my yeah, God, right. I've never noticed that before all these they years living over They just put it up oh, while we were talking. <laughs> what do you th Why does that have to be the Russian School of Mathematics? I don't know who the fuck knows. Oh, I wish I had a quick joke here. Yeah, well, you don't. Fuck, I don't. <laughs> go, she goes, yeah, yeah you yeah. don't. <laughs> all right, I got, I'm getting right, ready. Judy, I got to go Bruce. I'm going to have my edible. Oh, right, right. Okay. Very exciting. Thank you so Thanks much for Thanks for my, my chicken this. sandwich. It was of so course. good. And uh, let's uh, let's do this again. I'll do it. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. I won't. How about we do edibles in your apartment and podcast? And we'll do right, each other's podcast be... at the okay, same time. Okay. At the same I'll... time. But my apartment's tiny. I don't give a fuck. All right. Who do you think I am? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I grew up extremely poor, man. All right. Uh, Judy, thank you so much. Once thank again, you. the album. Kill Me Now. Kill Me Now. I really encourage everyone to go get it. Judy Gold is seriously one of the funniest fucking thank comics. Thank you, Opie. Of all time. Thank you. No, I know. They introduced me time. as a legend last night. I'm like, I'm, I can't with the fucking... I'm old. Don't say legend. That's what he said. Mike Yard introduced me. He's like a legend. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just going to fuck do a set. She's still doing it. She's still oh. topical. She's still funny. She's still a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I get one more. Come on. That's so annoying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even mention that when you first started your, your career that you uh, did a lot of material about your mom. Yeah. Your Jewish All mom. The time. Yeah. And then you segged now over. You segged over to the. Uh, uh, all right. Whatever. We can save it for next time. Because I, right. I, you, you obviously want to go. I, I know body language. Well, no, I, I have. Your I left just, foot is like all the way over there now, heading it's toward the 403 door. It's four oh three right now. Okay. I have to get ready for the uh, Springsteen, and I have some work to do. How about end it with this favorite uh, Springsteen song? Oh God, that's good. Um, I think I still go Thunder Road. I know. Thunder just to Road start is this amazing. up. To start this. And I finally went to my first Springsteen show. I mean, show. born in the USA, no. Oh, um, God, no. No. Uh, oh, scared me for a second. Robert, you go. Yeah, I think, Judy thinks. I think Lunder. Oh, you can go. Wait, I'm looking them up, all of them. Or Jungle Land. Jun I was going to say Jungle Land. Yeah, I think I'm going to do Jungle Land. You know Land. why I want to? I want to. Can I'm, I change no, mine? No, no. I, I change yours. I'm, I'm jungle going Jungle Land. Land. I'm, I'm Jungle, jungle Land. Land. What's yours, Robert? Candy's Room? See, I like the whole darkness on the edge of town phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah right on. All right. So you're going with Jungle Land so we can end the podcast? Yeah, I'm going with Jungle Land. I just look at Joey, what's your favorite uh, Bruce Springsteen song? Thunder Road, no question. But I'm with Robert as far as my favorite album, Darkness. Oh, really? That's Wait, there's fun. someone else on the... <laughs> no, that, I, that was my acting. How good was that? He's going to add... His, he, well, he, he did already. He edited it. Oh, all right. But I didn't hear that because we taped this. Oh, all right. But uh, was my acting good? Theater of the it mind. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm like, wait, who the, what the fuck's going on? Joey, take it away. The great and very funny Judy you. Gold. Thank you so much, Judy. Thank you. Thank you, Judy Gold, for hanging with us at Get Parts in New York City. We'll leave links to follow you in our show notes. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, you have to subscribe. Don't be that person who's downloading, listening, but not subscribing. Rate us five stars at Apple Podcasts. Check out opiradio.com for a stream of this show and merch. Grab a shirt or a hat and show the world that you're in a special club, a community that is Opie Radio. <sighs> Eby, grab that guitar. Let's jam. Mm -hmm.
the Westwood One Podcast Network, The Raven Effect. So here's the wedding rebuttal. Um, This is so funny how much I forgot. She goes, you didn't decide to take me to Vegas. You offered to take me on a trip for the holiday, and you told me that I could pick anywhere in the world that I wanted to go. The one place I always wanted to go but had never been to was Vegas. That's why we went to Vegas. The Raven Effect. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network.